Okay, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new Rugby Muscle Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TJ, and today we are going to reintroduce the rugby physical preparation pyramid. This is a concept I came up with last year and was met quite resoundingly positively, which I was really happy with. And I've had about a year or so to stew on it and really go over my ideas and really get a even deeper understanding of what I'm trying to um give to you guys with this rugby physical preparation pyramid how I'm trying to help rugby players really of all levels so if you're brand new to this channel or to the podcast make sure you hit that subscribe button because I will be giving you a lot more information on this pyramid itself but also a lot more information on how you can become the best rugby player uh, you can be and appropriately for whatever level you're at Um, and this is something that I think is unique to the physical preparation pyramid is that it does try to encompass everything so Without further ado, let's get into it. Um, First off, we need to understand, or I need to get you to understand, why I decided that a pyramid was going to be the most appropriate um, thing for me to like conceptualize this program as. Um, And there's a number of reasons. uh, Like, and and the biggest one really is that we wanted to. I wanted to give you a a way of um, understanding the full spectrum of rugby. Rugby is such a diverse sport with such a diverse playing base that we couldn't just attribute it to one or two or three different things and we couldn't just say you know you need to do this or this method or whatever it was really it's so diverse and there's so many different ways to handle different problems and approach to certain problems and then there's also so many different perspectives that people have that um, a pyramid sort of encompasses it all as you'll see as we get into this so it's from amateurs to professionals um, you know from the different aspects that you need in the game so from the open play aspects you know of wide open spaces to real close contact combat situations and then also the like I said the diverse playing base with new players or young players all the way to old and experienced players on all shape of all shapes and sizes and the pyramid also explains this quite well rather than just using um some sort of timeline or system that you could use with that because it puts those system of order in of importance um, and understanding getting you giving you a real understanding of what advanced means but not necessarily having you to do um you know to focus on some of the aspects that you might already be good at so it really conceptualizes that quite well um, and the reason that I'm doing this rather than giving you like the, the best program ever or, or giving you the secret program or, or putting that behind a paywall is because I think that this understanding gives you a level of freedom to train and solve those problems as a rugby player in whichever way you choose fit. I, find, I think that if you're kept in the blind, then every sort of new training method, every every movement, every exercise every uh, test every every different protocol is like a new shiny object and you go gravitate towards that hoping that it's going to solve all of your problems once we get more of an understanding we shine a light to all of it and we can also put all of these different shiny objects in the context of what we're trying to achieve and that way we can actually get a you know have a process by which we actually want to achieve all the physical things that we need to do and want to do as a rugby player and as a as a performance athlete um, and then therefore we'll be able to get the results and therefore we'll be able to get the motivation. If we don't have those things down in the first place, that is probably the number one contributor to a lot of people lacking consistency, lacking, uh, um, you know, being able to stay motivated because they're just not getting the results and they're not seeing the results and they have no real process. Everything's in itself. So get a little bit ahead of myself here because that's something that we'll come on to in a second. 
And then so even more reasons why we're looking at this as a pyramid is because we don't want to give you like the ultimate program because it doesn't exist. There is no perfect movement. Um, you know, you would see, um, I've seen videos before, and this is actually something that I fell for when I was first starting my foray into rugby strength and conditioning for myself. I saw the England rugby strength coach at the time um, give away his top five movements that he gave to men's fitness for a video. And it made for a real nice video, but it doesn't, you, you don't really get what you're trying to achieve with each one. And, and each movement isn't necessarily magic. It's what you're trying to achieve with the movements. And like we've already said, there are so many different ways to solve for these problems that we don't necessarily have to do that movement at that given time in that given rep range. It, it's all very context dependent. And this context would depend upon, you know, the availability, what we have at our gym, because as amateur players, you might not have the same things available in your local gym compared to, you know, whatever they've got available at the uh, England Sevens training center or whatever, right? You might not have the same pitch dimension. So what a full length of the field sprint to you might be very different to the full length of the field sprint to on another pitch. Um, you know, we might not have the same structure. So people have got different uh, limb lengths, which make movements very difficult or different at least, um, along with our mobility. So they might not be appropriate. Like for the, for example, this guy doing the overhead squat here with the, the pistol thing. Like some people just will not be able to move a fit. Well, a lot of people won't be able to do this movement. Not that you should, but a lot of people won't be able to do this movement. So, you know, immediately it just gets thrown out. Um, and then on the top of that, we're talking about the needs. Like each movement should have a specific need. And if we are already really strong, maybe we don't need to do heavy barbell back squats um, every session that we have. Whereas if we're lacking in strength, maybe we do. There's so many different permutations that come of this, which is again why we're trying to do this as an educational pyramid so that you can get an understanding of what you need. Same thing for the rep range, right? There's no specific stuff that you have to do in a certain specific rep range because it would all be goal dependent it also be movement dependent um you know you if you're doing a running session it depends on what you're trying to achieve with that session if you're trying to achieve speed then you would sprint and rest for that given answer for, for, for that given outcome whereas if you're trying to sprint for repeated sprint ability or if you're trying to run slowly for aerobic ability that'd be something completely different and then the dimension of the pitch might not even come into it so there's so many different ways that we can um like analyze our training and organize our training as such that we there is no um set system that we have to stick to no set movement no set rep range and um, there's no need to, and there's no need to sort of um, pigeonhole ourselves into this because if we do, then it, it just blocks off um, very useful, very um, appropriate, and things that we can absolutely do to increase our performance. And it just it just cuts them out and it stops them being available to us. So um, by introducing this as a pyramid, we now can actually take every single training concept, training exercise rep range, movement, workout, and put it through this filter of, okay, what are we trying to do with this exercise, with this workout, with this session, with this program, and understand whether that's going to be appropriate for us as rugby players or not. So the pyramid itself is, as you see here, it's really very simple, but it's structured in a way that, you know, you need to have the bottom things in place to then build upon each level. Um, it gives you a good concept and understanding of not only um, why 
you know you are doing or why you should be targeting what you should be targeting uh depending on where you are in the uh spectrum of a rugby player or where your needs are needed but also it makes you understand why other players are doing what they're doing like you'll see a lot of professional rugby players probably do spend a lot more of their time in that top end particularly when they're doing sessions that are for the youtube or for uh social media because they look cool um you'll see a lot spend uh, them spend a lot of the time on the top of this pyramid simply because they've already tapped out a lot of their base they've got a really strong base they've got a really good foundation they've got a really good level two um built up so now they've paid their dues and they're finally able to work on the top or they might have not actually spent too much time like you might have some talented players that have really good genetics and they might have a really good base just because of the genetics just because it was the way they were born and so they can spend more of their time working on different areas likewise it can show you as a rugby player where your biggest bang for your buck is going to be, where that low-hanging fruit is going to be. Because I guarantee you, a lot of you watching this will have one glaring weakness, particularly on that level one uh, stage. And you can get a lot of bang for your buck just by filling out that area because then that gives you room to um, build up your pyramid as you work on you know, the, the stuff at level two and maybe even level three. But you know, the more you're working on your level one, the more you're actually just consistently adding to your base and being able to become a better rugby player. Um, if you're spending too much time working on level two, but your base or your foundation isn't quite there, that could potentially be a lot, you know, a, a decent waste of your time. And, and um, you know, this pyramid sort of conceptualizes that, right? Um, the other thing I also have to really make sure that I bring up here is that this is a physical preparation pyramid. This is not the only way to become a very good rugby player because uh, physical preparation is only one type of um, training that we can do as rugby players we can also have our skill preparation where we work on our different skills including our contact skills so um, you know we could be stronger than our opponent but our opponent might have a better uh, ability to ruck and therefore they actually beat us at every single ruck because not because we are they're stronger but because they have the better skill of rucking um there's also a tactical component we might be better skilled and uh stronger and faster and physically superior to our opponents but our opponents play the game better maybe they play the conditions maybe um you know you'll see it a lot when you look at you know for example um the pacific island national teams one of their criticisms is that you know they have so much talent and they play the game so well when they string their phases together it's fantastic but often the times they get tactically outthought and um uh, outplayed by the opposition because the opposition refused to get sucked into their game which is a fun game to watch and requires a great deal of you know physical ability and skill ability but um, that's where the tactical element might be missing so there's all those different areas that you can improve as a rugby player this is just a snippet of that um, but it's also one that you can really control you can have a really good deal of um, you know time spent in your physical preparation that can pay dividends elsewhere now, the big mistakes people run into, um, you know, and, and what I'm trying to solve with this pyramid is that most people will ignore their base. So they might, for example, feed poor movements. And, and that means that if they're working on their strength or their speed, but they move really poorly, they're, they're more likely to get injured. But they've also got a really, they, you know, their, their base is not there. So then therefore, whatever they've built on top of their weak base 
can come crumbling down in the form of an injury or it's very limited to how high you can build that structure or how well you can develop your speed or your strength or whatever it makes the same it's the same thing for strength or same thing for um speed and power output in your core if you if you have really poor movement the other stuff isn't going to come into play hi guys i just wanted to jump in here to tell you that if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to become a better athlete then you can go ahead and visit rugby-muscle.com and pick up any of our free goodies that is uh, the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions the physique nutrition crash course video series the supplement guide and newly added is a macro calculator yes that's right a macro calculator where you will be able to work out your protein carbs fat and calories that you should be eating on a daily basis to give you a guide as to where to start your diet from this will help in conjunction with your 53 conditioning sessions to build you out a decent little plan that will enable you to take control of your training and use effective training and nutrition to become a better athlete all that stuff and more can be found at rugby-muscle.com or rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros for the macro breakdown um, same thing for hypertrophy. You know, if you if you're if you're um, quite uh, small, if you if you're you don't have too much muscle mass, there's only a certain limit to the amount of strength, um, uh, absolute strength, and even speed and power output that you can produce. So getting bigger might help you out. Same thing for aerobic capacity. If you get gassed after two minutes of work, then there's only so much speed and power output that you can really work on and utilize or strength as well. All of these things tie into each other and there's a reason that, that level one is level one, which we'll save for another video. Um, then another big bit, and actually before I get into that, the other thing about ignoring the base is people, as rugby players, we tend to focus on the thing that we're good at, the thing that we enjoy the most. So if we're already pretty big, that's what's got us to the dance, and that tends to be what we end up hanging our hat on. So we'll continue to do bodybuilding, hypertrophy workouts, even though we've tapped out a benefit for that. And because now that we've got to go to an area such as maybe movement control, which makes us feel like a complete amateur or aerobic capacity where we're getting gassed after five minutes – you know, it's not nice to go back to being a beginner again, but that's something that will is is that low hanging fruit and is a real area that will pay off for you as a rugby player if you spend time in the areas that you have not been that you've been neglecting and therefore getting worse and therefore not finding the enjoyment and going back to the things that you are good at and you enjoy. Really big um, thing I see with a lot of rugby players, particularly amateurs. Um, another big problem, and this comes because of the result I think of the fitness industry in general is that they look at workouts rather than looking at a strategy. And the easiest way to see why this is a big problem is understanding when does change happen? When do you get the benefits of a workout? It's not, you know, you don't get a, you don't do a workout and then the next day, oh, I've improved, uh, I'm, I'm that much stronger today. No, like it happens over a long period of time, over not just days, but weeks and months. So when you understand that if you, if that, that one single workout counts for dick all, right? Um, it's how you sequence those workouts next upon next upon next upon next. And that is what creates you to progress. You know, if you think about how does change happen, does it happen because of one workout and then you wait a week for that workout to have, have paid dividends? No, it happens because you do one workout and then the next week you do hopefully something very similar, um, 
if not the same, and you keep hammering home at those aspects, and you keep slowly making those improvements. Same like learning a language. You wouldn't just try to um, speak a language one day and then and do another test, and then do wait a week and then just do a test. You wouldn't get any better. You would learn it in a sequence so that you would build words upon words upon words, and by eventually you're able to speak that language. Same thing for um, you know your training and your physical improvements. You have to really try and hammer home specific things to improve upon week on week on week on week and that's how change happens and then if you can sequence those weeks into a program that goes into another program that's part of an overall bigger strategy to make you a better rugby player that's how you're going to make the change not through one magical workout and not even through one magical workout that you keep repeating it's it's from consistent applying of your strategy within this physical preparation pyramid really really important point and another big mistake that people make, and this is one that sort of happens because of the stuff that we've just discussed, is inconsistency. And this inconsistency, from from my perspective, comes from a lack of a goal. As rugby players, we say, oh, I want to be a better rugby player. But they don't know what that means. They don't know. It, it kind of means that they've got to get stronger. It kind of means that they've got to get faster. It kind of means that they've got to get fitter. But they don't understand the whole process. And so um, if we go back to the, the pyramid itself, this should conceptualize what that actually does mean for you and because you don't have a goal um, and you don't know what you're trying to work towards it's very difficult to tell whether you're getting results so that's why people tend to lean towards the strength and uh, the strength workouts or the hypertrophy workouts because you can see the reps go up on your workout log hopefully if you're doing the same thing or it's why people tend to go towards just doing lots of different fun quote-unquote wads because they're looking for fun in their training rather than looking for results because they're not they're never knowing if they actually are getting results because they don't have a goal that they're trying to achieve um same thing for aerobic like it's very easy if you're a runner to see that your run is getting better over time and so that's what you carry on doing whereas if you have a bigger picture you can understand where that run fits in with everything else um and you know and that all speaks to a lack of direction a lack of real purpose with your training and therefore, you, you, you know, you're, you're just looking, like I said earlier, going from shiny object to shiny object because you're not really sure what you're supposed to be doing. And this really does develop inconsistencies. It stops you from building out good habits that are really going to progress you as a rugby player and, and have you consistently um, create that change. Because as we said, that change doesn't happen within a, within a session or within a day or within a week or within a couple of weeks. It happens over a long period of time. So that's something that we have to really build towards and so i understand that with this pyramid um you know there isn't a real solution it's there's just lots of concepts so i do want to give you guys a solution and yes it is my stuff but there's a reason i create it i create it is because it's the stuff that i believe in so um if you don't if you if you think that you know nope you want to go alone you want to um really be sure that you're not paying any money because you think you can do this yourself you're welcome to give this a try so what I would say is figure out your strategy. So create some goals, um, what, where you're lacking in the pyramid, maybe talk to your coach, maybe talk to someone else, and then create a plan to, to get towards those goals. It's quite as simple as that, really. There are lots of different programs out there you can get for free or inspiration that you can get for free to work towards the specific goals that you need. It doesn't even need to be rugby specific at that point because you're working towards different physical aspects. In itself, that is rugby specific, right? Um, and then you really make a time to commit. You don't look at any other shiny objects. You don't, um, you stick with your process and you, um, keep progressing 
for a period of time, maybe that's three, six, nine, or 12 months. Um, this can still lead to overthinking and you can chop and change a program on a weekly basis and tends to be what I tend to do. Um, you know, as someone that even has all of this knowledge, I end up a lot of the time second guessing myself because of that knowledge. And, and that sometimes stops me from committing to the process myself, which is why I do the second option. I get a coach. A coach provides you expertise that you might not have yourself. You know, you wouldn't, um, you know, it's, it's sort of like, um, if you need your car, if you, if you need the motor fixed in your car, you go to a mechanic, you go to an expert upon that. It's the same thing for this. You can't be expected, you know, you're a human being, that's, which is far more complex than a car. Uh, you, you can't be expected to understand all of this yourself, particularly if this isn't your job. Um, and even if this is your job, like me, it still helps because it helps um, prevent paralysis by analysis. The more you know, the more options you give. Because there are no real terrible options, it's just different ideas and concepts. Having a coach just gives you that straight direction. This is what you've got to follow. You don't have to worry about what you've got to do. You've just got to focus on doing it. And then um, it would also be like getting a mechanic to work on your car, but you're the engine. So the whole time that mechanic is working on your car, you're understanding what's happening. You're, you're, you're watching. You're, you're part of that process. You're not just watching. You're doing the bloody work. So over time, you might get a deeper level of understanding, but you're getting that understanding whilst progressing, but also whilst doing it, whilst um, you get a deeper level because you're the one experiencing it. And you, you know more than anyone else what you're going through. Now, does that give you the understanding to continue to not have paralysis by analysis? In my case, no, but it doesn't matter. It, for you, it could be. And, and so, you know, even if you've never had a, if you've never had a coach before, I do think that, you know, a significant period of time getting coach can give you that level of understanding. Um, and if, if, you know, if, if my stuff is appealing to you and if that's what you want, rugby-muscle.com forward slash elite is my cheap plug for my coaching service. If you want another coach, that's absolutely fine. But I do think that getting a coach for a short, even if it's for a short period of time, gives you a level of understanding, let alone the direction, everything else, deeper than you would get anywhere else. And you'd be able to execute on a plan that is a lot more difficult to sort of do when you're the person coming up with that plan. If that's not for you, if that's not within your budget, that's, you know, that's fine. I understand we will have our own priorities. So I would then look at, this is the other solution that I've come up with here within my business, and that is Team Rugby Muscle. And this is a program which is, um, it's, I wouldn't even call it a program. It's, um, it's a system-oriented, flexible programming system, okay? By which I mean we have year-round periodization. So we've got different aspects of training working on year-round. We have a, a, a onboarding process. If you're brand new, you get a program that will build you onto the style of training that we get onto. And then you follow a program with the rest of the group year-round, working on all the different components in a systemized manner so that they build upon the next, upon the next, upon the next. That program in itself is absolutely flexible where you can put, add in workouts, you can take out workouts, you can um, chop and change exercises depending on your needs and availabilities, depending on your priorities, depending on your schedule, depending on where you are at and what you need to work on in the physical preparation pyramid. And on top of that, we give you access to the academy so that you can make educated decisions upon those things that you need to improve. And so if you're keen for that, that's a lot less. It's only $39.99 a month, and you can access that at rugby-muscle.com forward slash team. It doesn't quite give you the um, 
complete direction or it gives you the direction but doesn't quite give you the you know the completely hands off you have to then it's almost like rather than getting a uh, mechanic to completely work on your car you've got the you've got a guide to teach you how to work on your car whilst you're doing it and so you're able to then really make the adjustments get the understanding that you need whilst also following a program that again takes the thinking out when you get to into the gym and you're able to execute on all of that stuff now if those two options don't seem like anything, at least I think sticking with us at Rubby Muscle here, sticking on this YouTube channel, hitting subscribe, following this podcast is a really good way to get your education going, to really get a deeper level of understanding so you're not falling for these mistakes. You're not just doing workouts at random. You're actually having a system in place so that you can get the best out of yourself as a rugby player. So thumbs up. Comment below on the YouTube if you have any questions, even if it's just, TJ, um, I'm not sure about this or this or this, or if it's, TJ, you look a bit strange with your glasses today. Always hope, open to hearing all your comments in the uh, YouTube section below, so I will reply to all of those. Look forward to hearing from you, and I'll see you guys in the next one. All right, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode of the Robbie Muscle Podcast, then I've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request. All I want you to do is go to Apple Podcasts and type up a five-star review. Just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback, but also helps us reach higher rankings, get more exposure, allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all-around podcast experience for you. All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know that you've got it. And then every single week, I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class shank condition program app delivered directly to your phone. Or if that doesn't interest you, then we've got one free consultation where I'll, I'll go over your training program, your nutrition, and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute and that helps the show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.